Insight on Business, the News Hour with Michael Libby is made possible through the support of Tarot International. The Tarot trainers are experts in helping you and your business to achieve, lead, and outclass in every situation. Learn more at TERO.com. Welcome back to Insight on Business. Grateful you're listening to us from wherever on the planet you happen to be. With me is Amy Doyle. She's the Chief Operating Officer for Tarot International. Tarot International, uh, for full disclosure, has been a longtime sponsor of the Business News Hour, and we're grateful to sit down and meet Amy, who is relatively new to Tarot. She's a recovering attorney, and we'll get into a little bit of that as well. Uh, but we're going to be talking about shared interests and common ground and why that's important for you who are in business. Amy, welcome to the Business News Hour. Grateful that you're here. Thank you so much for having me, Michael. So I said that you're a recovering attorney. Yes. <laughs> Drake Law School. I am. And I think what's really fascinating about that is what a mentor told you years ago. You were on your road to being an English professor, but yeah. what did he tell you? He gave me the best advice I've ever gotten, Michael. He said, if you go into continue on, get your PhD, you will be an amazing English professor, but that is all that you will be able to do. If you go to law school, you have many options. You could teach eventually if you wanted to, but you could also practice in a wide variety of fields. And I said, I don't know that I want to be a lawyer. And he said, that's okay. He said, that's totally fine. You can figure it out, but you'd have some space. And so that's was great advice. And I was happy. I am now happy. Twenty years later, very right. happy that I took it. And and why is that? What what does law school teach somebody to do that perhaps you don't get in other uh, opportunities and and uh, occupations? You know, Michael, I think that the best thing about law school is that it teaches you how to intake an enormous amount of information, right? right? You're going to look at all of the case law, you're going to look at all of the precedent, and you're going to shake it down to its material facts. And then you're going to provide counsel, which path to choose. And that's a skill that you can use, and I have used, in many, many different careers. And it's going to be important in this conversation that we have about shared interests and common goals, because as we, we all do negotiations, Yes. Every one of us. I mean, if you if, look, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to boil this right down. If you go out on a date and you're attempting to woo your prospective husband or wife, you're negotiating. <laughs> yes. I mean, this is, this is, you know, it's a job interview for crying out loud. But what are the important things about, about negotiations and understanding uh, shared interests and common goals? Where do we start? One of the things that we really focus on here at Tarot, Michael, is the understanding, and you, you touched on it already. Negotiations are not for CEOs only negotiating huge deals. Negotiations are really the interactions that we have every day. Our most important relationships, the people that we see over and over again that we want to build strong relationships with, especially in our work life. We know trust and rapport is indicative of the strongest and most valuable working relationships. Those are daily opportunities that you're negotiating and influencing the other party. And so keeping in mind, it's not, did I win and did the other person lose? But are we together addressing our common ground? Can we ha do we have shared interests that can bring us to a mutually acceptable place? That's really what common ground is about. And that's really what we want to seek 
with those individuals in our work and our personal lives that we're negotiating with every single day. So it becomes a win-win when everybody is at the table and they say, look, uh, my position is A, your position is B, but are there some things that we can work together on yes. that, that will get us to a closer point? Would that yes. be accurate? I, that's exactly, that's a really great summary, Michael. What we always tell people is we are, as humans, trained to think positionally. I want mm. this and you want that. But what we know is that that's exactly where conflict arises. The more entrenched we become in what we think we have to have, the less likely we are to collaborate and to move forward. What we really stress at Tarot, and I think that it applies equally, again, personal and professional, is leave the positions behind. Instead of the what, what is the why? Hmm. The why. Why this matters. Exactly. We don't do politics on the news hour. We stay away from that. But in this hyper-political world that we live in, this very divisive world that we live in, that is probably good advice for those folks. Yeah? Absolutely. (laughs) Every time I listen to a political debate, I think less less preaching about why my side is right and more bridge building because we do all have common interests regardless of political affiliation we have a lot of common interests common ground common ground yes. you've been also a facilitator at tarot international what what were you facilitating on I primarily facilitate on conflict resolution and negotiation Uh skills. Okay. So let's talk about negotiation skills for just a moment, because I think this fits into the overall conversation. What are some of the tools that a person can use as they're in a negotiation for whatever that happens to be? We know from the research, Michael, the very best negotiators are excellent listeners, They have to be very good about hearing what is said, not listening so that they can respond, but truly engaging and being open-minded. The other thing we know is that asking open-ended questions is important. So important because what it does is provides opportunities to find those shared interests. And once you have shared interests, then we can get to common ground. Right. So one of the things that so many people do is they ask those closed questions, yes. which facilitates a either yes or no, mm-hmm. and you can't really dig into the facts of whatever it is that you're talking about. So that that's a skill yes. that can be learned, yes? Absolutely. So how do you go about learning the skill of open-ended questions? There are many different types of open-ended questions. Yes. A lot of people prefer one of two ways. So one type of open-ended question is a true, what do you think about this? How does this make you respond? How would this impact your team, your business unit, your revenues? Don't fill in the blank for them. Just open the door for the other party to walk through and explain to you really what this looks like to them. And then listen. And then listen. (laughs) You have to do the listening. And hopefully through the listening, Michael, then another opportunity presents itself to ask an open-ended question. So the first type is, tell me about what's happening. The second one is an exploratory statement. Help me understand or walk me through your process where you're having the other person where you think you might know this is what they're doing and this is why it's not working. But you're going to ask them, can you just walk me through the steps? Help me understand what happened at that last negotiation that didn't go well. Instead of you saying, hey, heard that deal didn't go great. Here's what I think you should have said. Here's what you should have done. Here's what they said. Let them them talk. 
one of the things that you've just described is also called the consultant's sell. Oh. Where you don't go in with a sales pitch. You ask the person that you're visiting with, can you tell me about what it is that you need out of whatever? Say you're selling advertising or marketing or whatever it happens to be. Tell me about your marketing plan. Who are you trying to reach? Yes. Tell me a little bit more about your company. Stop with the sales pitch yes. and listen to those conversations. Our guest is Amy Doyle. She is the Chief Operating Officer at Tarot International, one of the longtime sponsors of the Business News Hour. As you go through this um, shared interest in common ground and negotiations, uh, leave the baggage at home? Is that you know your your self interests? I don't know that I would go that far, Michael. Okay. Because I think that all of us have our own self interests. What we want to say, what I would say instead is, everyone has baggage. Mm. Your job is to be aware of what yours are, and why you're carrying. Wise. It. Why are you carrying yeah. it? Yeah. And then do the same for your other party. They have baggage. It's going to show up at the negotiation <laughs> table. You know what it is. What you need to figure out is why are they carrying it? When we look at uh, shared interests, um, you can't figure out what those shared interests are until you dive deeper into the issue. Would that be accurate? Absolutely. Yeah. And how do you do that? That's where those open-ended mm -hmm. questions are really going to be your best friend. We think we know when we come into really tough negotiations or a situation, and this is really common in our work life. The same fight keeps happening. The same disagreement with the same person. You think to yourself, I have had this conversation a hundred times. And what we would tell you at Tarot is, you've had this positional argument a hundred <laughs> times. What you haven't probably had is an open-ended discussion about why. Yeah. And this is so important for business people to understand. because Even in the employment employee world, because we're dealing with so many different generations, we're dealing with so many different individuals, so many different backgrounds and experiences. It really helps. For example, uh, let's walk through um, what could be a negotiation process, the, the dreaded job review. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, isn't that a place where the employer and the employee can start to better understand each other's needs, wants, and desires? Yes. Rather than saying, well, you do this wrong, you do this wrong, you do this wrong. Maybe sometimes it's the employer that says, you know, I need to perhaps better understand or better communicate my expectations. Absolutely. And I think too, Michael, this is where it's really important to have that self-awareness. If your goal as the leader is to retain that person and in this job market, mm. I think retention is going to become, has become and will continue to be of the utmost importance. If that's your ultimate goal, retention, and hopefully the person that you're meeting with, their goal is to keep their job. You have some really strong common ground already. Starting a conversation from common ground rather than here's what you did wrong mm -hmm. or here's what I'm not happy with sets in an entirely different tone. Yeah, and that's adversarial yes. and gets us absolutely nowhere. Exactly. <laughs> there is no person who doesn't react defensively to that. It's right. impossible not to. So that's words of wisdom, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are employers out there and those of you who are employees. If that starts to build up 
and, and mm-hmm. it gets into an argumentative or a confrontational. Uh, how can how can you de-escalate that? Uh, absolutely, I think the biggest piece of advice that we give to all leaders, and this applies leaders of people and leaders of teams, and also just to yourself, stay calm. Do not, it is human nature, the vast majority of people when faced with aggressive behavior will go passive. We don't recommend that because when you go passive in the face of someone else's aggression, what you're telling that other party is, keep treating me this way. I'll just roll over and do whatever you need if you just keep being aggressive. Hmm. Now, there's a small percentage of the population of which I am a piece, and I think probably lawyers in general maybe are a higher piece of this percentage, that will go aggressive. If someone is really aggressive to me, I will come right back at that same level. That will not do anything but add gasoline to an already destructive situation. What we say is assertive behavior is the key. Calm, even-toned, open-ended questions. It's very hard to stay angry and aggressive with someone who says, It sounds like you're upset. Tell me more about what's going on. Right? (laughs) And that that simple question can help de-escalate whatever this aggressiveness is in other parties. Absolutely. Because you're showing empathy. Yes. At the same time that you're asking for information. Yes. All of us just want to be heard, Michael. That's at the core. Isn't that true? We all want to be heard. Isn't that true? Now, Tarot International, as a company, doesn't do anything without significant research into whatever the topic is. Correct? That's right. For every hour of classroom instruction that you receive, Tarot has conducted 50 to 60 hours of clinical research to back up anything that we teach. So that means in an eight-hour class, you are looking at over 400 hours of research and data that went into everything that we're teaching you. Much of what we're discussing right now, common ground, shared interests, this comes from Fisher and Urey's Harvard Negotiations Project. So the most fundamental and well-established research project in the world around how to do conflict negotiation. Yeah, and one of the things that Taro does and constantly reminds us that we should achieve lead and outclass mm. when we are in any business situation and in any personal life. All of these things that we're talking about transition from business to personal life as well. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Amy Doyle's been our guest, ladies and gentlemen. She is the chief operating officer for Tarot International, and we will, of course, have links to all of that up on the radio blog. Final question for you. What have you learned being at Tarot? That is a wonderful question. (laughs) Michael, I think that what I have really valued the most is how applicable the learning is across multiple industries. You know, we facilitate for very small companies, very large companies, international, local, and I love to see the light bulbs click on regardless of where they're from. Field, they lead a team of 50, they're only themselves and their individual contributor. Everyone has really great takeaways and I love to see that light of learning. It's it's sort of full circle for me. Thought I'd be a professor, here I am, still getting to see the light of learning turn on. Isn't it wonderful? It really, really, really is. Amy, thanks so very much for spending time with us. Thank you. Of course. Thank you for having me. That, once again, is the voice of Amy Doyle. She is the Chief Operating Officer at Tarot International. And yes, we'll have links to Tarot up on the radio blog. What great advice for negotiations, finding common ground, and getting straight to the point where two divergent ideas can come together with some idea of cooperation. Good stuff. 
Well, that's a wrap for this edition of the Business News Headlines. Thanks so very much for joining us, for all of us that put this together each and every day. Chap Ramsey is our production coordinator, sales and marketing. Aaron Libby, the voice of the Business News Hour, is Hunter Pease. And the music you're listening to right now is arranged, composed, and conducted by our friend James Goodlett of Jam Good Productions. For all those folks, and for Amy Doyle, my name's Michael Libby. Thanks so very much for listening. Be safe, be well, be careful. Most of all, be good to your fellow man. Good day.